Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 256, Why Lean Into What Arises When the Thoughts Behind Those Feelings Aren't True. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So in today's episode, I want to talk about this question that comes up a lot that is such a good question. And it's something like, um, if a judgmental or fearful thought is creating discomfort and we know that that thought is not the truth. So there's something you're afraid of or you're judging or, or something, some way your mind is trying to protect your identity or whatever that is. And that's creating some discomfort, which is how it goes. And we know the discomfort is there to show us in a sense, or that the discomfort does show us in a sense that our mind is clinging to something that isn't the bigger truth of things. If that's how that goes, why would we lean into that, to that feeling? So. If the feeling, this is the way the question goes often, if the feeling is rooted in, you know, it's reflective of something that's untrue or limited or not the whole big picture of things, why would we go there? Like, why would we want to feel that energy? Do we still want to feel that energy? So an example, this is a really simple example that came up um, with uh, one of my groups and she, the woman was talking about just like a really simple kind of nervousness or kind of just unsettled feeling maybe around, I don't even remember exactly, but it was something around like creating a video, you know, it was like, oh yeah, I have some, I'm kind of taking some liberties here, but, um, it was like, oh, there's some insecurity, there's some nervousness, there's some like, I don't want to do it. Some of that going on, creating some some energy and some emotion, right? That's happening along with it in her body. And her mind was telling her, well, and she kind of knew she was just going to do the thing anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. Like she was going to create the video. She could kind of just power through this feeling and create it. This, this wasn't like, you know, bowling her over in life or anything. But her question is excellent. It's like, well, if I know that's just insecure thinking, why would I even entertain that feeling? Like, why would I, why would I pause and lean into it if I know it's based on a lie and if I'm just going to do what I need to do anyway? So it's not really interfering with anything. Why, why feel the feeling? So what I always really am curious about when someone asks this is, why would we not feel the feeling? Now, I kind of know the answer <laughs> because I'm human too and I don't like all feelings all the time, right? So it's, you get it, but at the same time, really look at this. Like, here's a mind, there's some nervousness, some stuff going on, and here's a mind having a conversation saying, do I really have to feel this? Why do I have to feel this? Is it is it true that I have to feel this? Maybe I can just push that away and like go on with my day anyway and having a whole conversation about it. When on the other hand, we could just feel. Now, again, when I'm talking about feeling, a feeling, I'm not talking about stopping your life, sitting down in a chair, like I'm not talking about surfing an emotion or whatever any of that is. Like just 
when it's brought to your attention, which it obviously is, was in this case, you know, she knew the feeling was there. Like, like, hey, where are you? Come on in. Come on in. Welcome. You can be here. You don't even have to go through anything where you sit and identify where it is. Like, there, you know, it's all very intuitive, but there, I mean, it could take seconds. It does for me often just take seconds of, of, identifying it, just kind of find, noticing it in my body and just giving it a little, okay, I see you. I see you. If you need to grow and take up more of my attention right now, that's okay. And if you're just going to hang out in the background and just be there, that's totally fine too. I see you. You're okay here. You know, and, and, and just letting it unfold from there. So so the question always is just when when someone's wanting to know, well, why would I feel that? It's like, well, why not? Why wouldn't we feel that? If we know it's life and we know it's energy and we know on some level, maybe not consciously all the time, but we know on some level that it's safe and like, why wouldn't we say yes to life and just be be in it and with it? And there are, again, are some good reasons, quote unquote reasons why we don't. So I just want to look at some of those briefly. I mean, maybe these are all sort of the same in a sense, but again, as a human, like we're so conditioned to dislike feelings, to to like some and dislike others. This is just that that has nothing to do with the feelings themselves. It has nothing to do with reality. It has nothing to do with what's safe. It really doesn't even have anything to do with with what's um enjoyable or preferable or comfortable, all of those are conditioned reactions too. If the feeling that we call fear, if we had been conditioned to love that feeling from the get-go, we'd love that feeling. We'd call that a comfortable, pleasurable, desirable feeling. Well, we've been conditioned to say, I don't like this feeling. What even is it? What even is fear? We have no idea. It's just the label, right? The energy is pretty much the same for a lot of these, or there's some variations in how the energy shows up, I'm sure. But uh, like, where are the lines? There are no lines. There is no thing called fear. There is no thing called excitement. There is no thing called grief. There's just... There's just the sensation of it and the energy moving through and then a mind labeling it through its conditioning and experiencing it through its conditioning. When we aren't in the conditioned mind so much, emotion is very, very different. Feeling is very, very different when we aren't in the conditioned mind. It's still there. Your mind might, I mean, like I just said, this is conditioning and it is, but even if it sort of registers as pain or pleasure, even pain and pleasure, like they don't have to have the loads and loads and loads of conditioning attached to them where pain is bad and it means this and I'm going to clench around it and don't let it in and pleasure's good. Like that all, there's so much of that going on. So from a less conditioned place, and really what I mean by that is just when we're, you know, for lack of a better phrase, a little bit less in our head with it, when when we're just open and dumb and curious and there's just sensation there there's just something there that's being felt and we're we're less bogged down in all the filters and conditioning can you even tell pain from pleasure is one of them better or preferable i don't think so i, I don't even think again the line is created by thought the the difference between those two is created by thought. There, if anything, 
you can think of it as more almost circular, almost like there's this pleasure pain, pain pleasure, than than two very distinct things at separate ends of some continuum, which is how our mind gives us that experience. So, so yeah, why would we ever want to not feel well? Hello, because we're very, very conditioned to have lots of thinking about feeling and therefore lots of, lots of very sometimes scary experience of feeling. And, uh, and so it's just, it's just what we've learned. And so that becomes how it looks. I think especially, um, I've seen this more and more lately when there's a, a history of depression, sometimes also a history of anxiety or different things, but maybe depression in particular, you know, I've spoken with many people who have been in what they call like a very deep, dark depression for a period of time and then they come out of it. But I totally get it. Like that feeling, that feels like something. It's very clear in these feelings that we have no, nothing we're going to do is going to pull us out. That that we are not in control of feeling. That we are just kind of at the mercy of something bigger than us. You know, that we're, that there's a whole surrendering and not necessarily a peaceful surrendering. I mean, there's a whole sense of control that is gone sometimes. It's, it's always gone. It's, it's never there, but the illusion of it is fully gone. So it's like, okay, it is obvious. I have no say in how I feel. And that can really freak a person out. And of course it can. Of course it can. So often in those cases, there's especially a fear of feeling. Now, here's the other thing related to that, slightly different. I think Another reason we're afraid to feel, why we would even ask the question, should I feel this, is, is there's a whole misunderstanding around feeling being almost like this trap that we step into, which is kind of related to what I was just saying about depression maybe and other, other things like that. But um, where it's almost like it's a door we're opening and it's like, you don't want to lean into that. If you lean into that, if you get curious about that, aren't you just stirring something up? Aren't you just like swatting the bee's nest? (laughs) Aren't you stepping into a trap that you're not going to be able to get yourself out of? Aren't you falling into a hole that you're just going to be at the mercy of life? You know, like there's a whole sentiment like that that is very, very, very common around emotion and feeling. And again, understandably so, because the way our mind narrates what's going on, it really can start to feel like that's what's going on. Like, like we're getting sucked into some hole and we don't want to be there. But, but it's so important to see that that's only the way the mind narrates it. That's how it feels when we're kicking and screaming and resisting and pushing and, and afraid of what we're feeling. And it feels like we're like, no, no, don't take me under emotion. But all of that is just our misunderstanding. That's how that it's like the direction that ball rolls when we're super conditioned to be afraid of this. When we aren't, it doesn't go that way quite so much. It doesn't mean the emotion's different. You might still be in a period of a lot of different kinds of heavier energy, but without the, oh my God, I'm in this and I'm stuck and I'm lost and I can't find my way out and I should find my way out and I need to find my way out. Without all of that, it's just like winter. I mean, it's just like a season. It's just like this is what's here. 
So again, if we're, we're humans that are very highly conditioned around all of this, I'm not suggesting that if you were to find yourself in a deep depression, you're like, oh, it's winter. I'll just hibernate for a while. Like the conditioning is going to come up. But if to the extent that any of this resonates as like, oh yeah, what if what we're afraid of is actually not dangerous? It's not as it feels. What if most of what we're feeling is our untrue beliefs around it, our beliefs and our conditioning around it? You can see how there's a lot of room to have a radically different experience of emotion. Radically different. So this whole thing about like stepping into a trap or stirring up something that shouldn't get stirred up, ironically, I think that kind of causes way more problems than it helps because that it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like if if we're afraid to feel and like, oh, I'm opening up a box here. I don't want to open. Like every step along the way is like, what's next? What's next? I'm afraid. This is wrong. This When is this over? Not great experience, right? And then that kind of creates what we're afraid of. It creates, like, I mean, in a sense, you know, it's like our experience of it is this is horrible. Like it's all just thought. We just feel what we think. But so if that's where your thinking is going, that's what your experience is going to be. But what if it works the opposite way in a sense, in that feeling isn't stepping on a trap that we're going to not be able to find our way out of. Actually feeling, actually opening to what's there is what sort of, it's almost like the opposite of that trapped feeling. It's almost the opposite of that swatting the bee's nest feeling. Because we're open to it. We're saying, hey, I'll feel you. I see you. You can be here. Do what you need to do. We're saying yes to it. We're not continually saying no to it. So even if it goes on and on, which it could go on and on if you say yes, it could go on and on if you say no, it's not up to you. It's life. Like We are in charge of this. It's going to do what it does anyway. It's going to go on and on or it's not. It, it's really, and even when it goes on and on, it's going to not at some point. Like it, we have absolutely no control over this. So we can either lean into it saying yes or lean into it saying no. And when we lean into it saying yes, that's where things just turn out differently. Like our our reactions are different. Our experience of it is totally different. Our the way we are with people in it is different. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, thinking that like, which again, so understandable to see where this comes from. That like anger, for example, a lot of extreme anger or rage, like that's dangerous. It's unsafe. You better not let that out. It could do horrible things. You could say horrible things or do horrible things. Okay, but. What if it's only anger and rage, they're only dangerous and lead to horrible things when they've been said no, 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 no to for a long time. Life doesn't like for us to say no to it and like life really doesn't care. But like when we're pushing things away, like they just, and and they're just here to be seen. Hello, they're just going to get their way as they should. It's perfect. They're going to come out. It has to come out at some point if it's there to be seen and wants to come out. So it is an emotion that's dangerous. It's resisting emotion that can, I wouldn't even call that dangerous, but that can lead to problems. 
And that's huge. This is huge to see. It's the complete opposite of what our mind tells us. Our mind says, oh, don't go there. Don't feel that grief. You'll never get out of bed again. It's going to suck you into a hole of grief. No, but pushing grief away and pushing it away and pushing it away and pretending it's not there. Eventually, when that comes up to be seen and felt, then it might put you in bed for a while. But if you're feeling it along the way, chances are it's very, it's much more seamless. And again, I, there's no better or worse about being in bed or being out of bed. So I'm not saying that isn't going to happen, but I hope that makes sense. Like an anger is the same, like feel stuff. When we feel stuff along the way in real time in life, it does not build to a point where we become violent. Why would it? How could it? Like, it just doesn't even make sense. But when we push it away for long periods of time, doesn't that make sense? That that's, then it's going to come out eventually in a way that isn't the most convenient. So look out for the way that the mind, and I talked about this a lot in the Welcoming What Arises series, the way that the mind will want to distract from feeling. You know, it'll ask questions like, why would I need to feel this? And if I know this is a lie, like, can't I just not go there? Um, it'll, it'll do all kinds of stuff. It'll want to go read a book about it. It'll make it a, a mental exercise. Fine. That's all. The mind will go to great lengths to prevent us from feeling. Beautiful. That's its job but we can just feel anyway. <laughs> we can see that and notice it and and kind of ask the question back, well, why not feel? You know, if you're talking with your mind and your mind's saying, this is based on a lie and I know it's a lie, so I don't think I need to feel this crap. This is ridiculous. Okay, but what if it's just based on a lie and you know the thought behind it is a lie and we just feel it anyway? Like, what do you got to say about that mind? Like, why not do that? And that's going to reveal to you what, what kind of some of what I just talked about, what your misunderstandings or your fears about emotion are. It's an excellent question. If I could feel this or not feel it, why not just feel it? Ask that like honestly and with humility to yourself and see what comes up because it'll reveal a lot. So to me, it's just as simple as kind of saying yes to life. like. Anything that is here is here. That I, I cannot imagine a greater freedom. And it's so funny because we do all these things. We're so busy thinking and acting and planning and all of these things to try to get ourselves to freedom when it's so right here now. It's in just being in, fully feeling, embracing, welcoming, being in what is right under your nose in this very instant. That is the fastest path to freedom, not fighting what is right now. There is no faster path. There's nothing to think about. There's nothing to do. Thinking and doing will happen. That's wonderful too. Welcome them when they're there. Awesome. But there's no thinking or doing that has to happen to get to freedom any faster than just being in what is literally here in this very moment. When you notice your mind picking and choosing and rationalizing and questioning and pushing and judging, that's great. Welcome that and see it as just a mind doing mind things. And then just keep feeling what's showing up. The Little School of Big Change self-study course is an online program designed to help you overcome anxiety and unwanted habits without needing to rely on willpower. It's a course that you can complete completely on your own, at your own pace, in your own time. 
As my flagship course, the self-study course contains the most complete, thorough teachings of everything I share on Changeable. Go to dramyjohnson.com slash LSBC self-study to see more.